Do you ever say the same word in your head and then out loud over and over again until the very word, the very meaning, everything about that word distorts in your head and you go fucking crazy? Getting back into it again. It has been a week, a week since we last broadcasted, not live. Yes, welcome ladies and gentlemen again to 1990 What? I am your host, Joseph Kruzleski. This is my co-host, Michael Jones Adam. Wait, wait, are we going by middle names now? Yeah. How's it going, Joseph? Or is it Joe? Should I come? Hey, Joe. Where are you going with that gun in your hands? <laughs> oh, I that, get it. That's a music reference. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we're doing. Music. Here. Shout out to, uh, the hell are they called? The Rock Candy Podcast. The Rock Candy Podcast. Yeah, they're yeah. like our BFFs on Twitter. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. Two ladies doing a very similar kind of show as we do, and uh, they've retweeted us on Twitter a bunch of times. And, What's uh, up, ladies? Is it possible for a podcast to have a soulmate? Maybe so. They oh, totally rock platonic, candy? of course. Um, is that a real th- rock candy? Was that an actual thing? That's a. I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's the name of their podcast. They've got a cool. There's logo. pop rocks. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, rock candy. Oh yeah, I rock think it candy is a, is a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, like. Uh, and it's a delicious thing. It's yeah, good it's name, just, ladies. It's pretty much it's just uh, sugar with coloring. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you know, why didn't we think of that? The uh, oh, you know that show Breaking Bad. Ah, yeah, of course, me. you know that show. Um, the Blue Meth. There's a uh, officially licensed Breaking Breaking Bad rock candy that's just blue, and so you know they sell it like in little yeah little Ziploc baggies, like <laughs> it's the meth. Yeah. Blue oh Sky. Oh gosh. That yeah, rock candy. They're uh, yeah. they're they're a great little podcast and uh. Um, you should definitely check them out. Give them a give them a listen. They're on pretty much all the same podcast services we're on. Ladies and gentlemen, get on over there. Visit those ladies. They're great. You'll enjoy it. We enjoy it. How's it going, Mike? How are you? Oh, man, it's been a week. Yeah, you started a new job. I did. I work in a restaurant that just opened. Um, and it is stressful. And I like... My bosses, I like my managers, especially Rachel. She is a great manager, um, you know. And and I and I'm kind of a dick because I I think at first during training I I presumed like oh she doesn't really believe anything mm. she's saying she's just being fake happy to get us interested in working and making the the company money. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm totally wrong. She. She's, she's, a pretty fanta- down. she's a fantastic woman who is um I think she really does care about us and I'm and she's been so accommodating to me. I've been changing my schedule on her, um, really kind of probably causing her more stress than she mm. deserves. <laughs> um and I just want to thank you, Rachel. You probably are never gonna hear this, but Dude, tell um, her to listen. Well, I will. Yeah, Maybe dude, will. that's so important. I used to I used to work in the restaurant industry myself, and I, I managed at uh, one point. 
And yeah, you gotta you gotta work with those people. They're your they're what makes the company run. Oh, I can't imagine it. I mean, I no, I have I, I kinda I they must really love it. They must really love the restaurant um because it looks so so stressful. Yeah. Um and I uh I, I started uh service bartending training on that and that's dude, that's been awesome. I love that. It's not as much money, but uh it's so much better, better work. Oh yeah, and yeah. you're not getting fucking yelled at and bitched at by three different managers who at the end of the night I like them all but it's uh, a long night you know it's super happen. fine dining it's 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 super fine meticulous dining for the you know we're yeah. we're supposed to do all these little tiny things that make sense i mean they, everything makes sense to me it's just god i'm just uh, mm-hmm. it's just i'm just stressed out and i'm tired it's work um, you know, I I said I wouldn't do that clicking shit, but now I can't control it. So deal with it, audience. <laughs> um, I bet you nobody notices until you mention. it. I know shit. I definitely haven't. Well, we could talk about the VMAs, but why would we waste our time and your ears, ladies and gentlemen, talking about some stupid bullshit that was on MT oh. Fuck V? Did that actually happen still? Did the stage did wait. not collapse and everybody survived, so what? there's no reason to even... <laughs> why would MTV in 2018 even I- air VMAs? Because what do they know about music videos anymore? No, yeah. They don't it, play them. They don't play them. They haven't... In a really long time. Especially of uh, genres that we'd be very interested in, right? No, there's no diversity on there. So yeah. so what we're going to do now, folks, is get into the program, the diversity oh. of the 90s, right in your ass. There is a lot of diversity. Shit. What do we got this week, Adam? What's we are in on? the year 1997. 97? Yes. 90 heaven. 1997. This chart came out on September 6th, 1997. And guess what chart this is, Mike? What is it? This is called Adult Top 40. Adult Top 40. Whoa. Yes. We're going You know, normally I'd be like, what the hell balls? But, uh-huh. you know, given last week's totally, totally like... Adult not, album. You know, like, yeah, yeah, to- totally... Yeah. Easy going and enjoyable experience. I'm I'm ready for this. Well, I'm this ready. is going to be quite a bit different even than last week. Damn. We're starting things off with the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh, I love this song. This is Say You'll Be There. I love this fucking song. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Funky as shit. Seven-time platinum album, Spice. Loved it. Listen to that right here. I love it, dude. Legitimately, I do, I, re- I love this song. Over 31 million copies worldwide. <laughs> Dang. Sporty Spice. No, no. Wait. 
No, this is Scary Spice right here. Scary Spice. Hell yeah. Come on, Scary. Oh, man. Pre-chorus, pre-chorus right here. Yeah. Oh, shit, the chorus. Give it to me. Awesome. So, this was the second single from Spice. The this first, was the second one. First was Wannabe? Oh, Wannabe, yeah. Which was a huge hit. Huge hit. Everybody knows that. I yeah. don't think we have to tell our listeners. No, that. no, no. Yeah. I actually like this song better than Wannabe. Yeah, one of the of the songs I know, Wannabe is probably my least favorite. But. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, but it's just like... I like this one. I like To Become One. Dude, like, pop... I mean, it was just, it's a great song. It's totally funky and groovy. There's melodies and harmonies. And I like these backgrounds right here. Right there. Sixteen weeks on the chart. Yeah, the harmonica solo. There, There was a lot of harmonica on that. Adult album alternative look chart Dude. last week. Huge. 16 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 24 on this chart. <laughs> There's a female empowerment message in the lyrics. Absolutely, dude. Girl they're power, all about girl friendship, power. man. It's that, positive. You know, uh, this, the lyrics in this song posit that a woman can be in control of what direction a relationship takes. Can you believe that? You know, I can now. <laughs> I can now with some spice in my life. Thank All you, Spice right. Girls. That was great, man. I'm already excited. Shit, Number man, forty. Balls. Say you'll be there by the Spice Girls, and uh, these guys are kind of answering that call, title-wise, with "I Want to Be There." This is Blessed Union of Souls. Have you ever heard of these guys? No. They did that huge song later in the '90s called um, "Hey Leonardo." Hey. She likes me for me. I don't know that either. Dude, there are a ton of pop culture references in that song. This is Blessed Union of Souls, number 39. I've never heard this. Won't you let me lend a hand? This was their second album, self-titled. Lonely eyes have seen it all. But love's too blind to understand. Cause you don't know what you have Till your everything is gone You need someone to show you how to live again I wanna be there when you're feeling high I wanna be there when you wanna die I'm gonna light your fire, I'm gonna feel your flame I wanna be there when you go insane I wanna be there when you're feeling down And I'll be there when your head is spinning round You know, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate it. No. Maybe a little generic. It, it's pretty generic. Yeah. That is I Want to Be There, Blessed Union of Souls. 19 weeks on this chart. Peaked at number 25. 
I don't I don't hate it, but eh. yeah, I don't think we uh we could spend too long on it. But okay, let me let me see if you recognize this. Oh. She likes me for me, not because I look like Leonardo. Sing, oh, sing yeah. about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. No, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that their uh, their big head, I think. Did he look like Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, I I think he didn't, which is kind of the point. Leonardo DiCaprio. It took him a while, but he became a fantastic actor. He took him a while, but he won that Oscar, right? Yeah, he did finally. Jeez. Once again, we have Better Than Ezra with Desperately Wanting. Better than Ezra. I don't know why, but I I know this song and I've known it for a long time. I've never owned a Better Than Ezra album or even played one, I don't think. But I know this song and I like it. I, I, I recognize it. This is number 38. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally recognize this. Both of us never tired, desperately This was their third album, Friction Baby. Title came from a uh, Richards interview. Somebody asked how he and Mick Jagger stayed together so long. He just took a long drag from a cigarette and said, "Friction, baby." Uh, that's funny. I, I do not mind better than Ezra. Don't mind them. Yeah, I've liked them every time we played them. I think this is the fourth time. I, they have more hits than I thought that they did. Fourteen weeks on this chart, peaked at number thirty-seven. That was thirty-eight. Yeah, you know what? That's yeah. Really oh. Oh, you all right? Oh yeah, I thought I heard. I thought I heard something. Oh okay. Like a, like a, I don't know. Like a burglar. That'd be hilarious if we were just sitting here and oh, it is one a.m. People, we are recording this for your listening pleasure. We're dedicated to the cause. Yeah, our schedules have uh, both been a little crazy lately. New babies, new jobs, but you know we're gonna keep it coming week after week. Totally. (laughs) Uh, I've been at work since. You did a double today, right? I did. Oh my gosh! Now this sounds like. 90s pop. The most 90s R&B sound. This Which is Monica with For You I Will. When you're feeling lost in the night When you feel your world just ain't right Call on me and we'll be Thanks, Monica. Do you know what movie this is on? Something with Will Smith. Or Martin Lawrence? No, um, Michael Jordan? Dude, Space Jam? Yeah. (laughs) This was first on the six-time platinum soundtrack, 
Space Jam. Space Jam. A- amazing movie. Turn this chorus up. Definitely remember hearing this on Kiss FM. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Dude, Kiss FM, yes. (laughs) So, like I said, this was on the 96 soundtrack, Space Jam. It was also later on her three-time platinum album from 1998, The Boy Is Mine. Ah, The Boy Is Mine. So, you know, she got some mileage off of this one. Oh, yeah. 20 weeks on this chart, peaked at number 31. Hell yeah, Monica. Do you know... You know who Diane Warren is? Oh man, that name sounds familiar. She is a major pop songwriter. Her other credits include Tony Braxton's "Unbreak My Heart," Whoa, Celine Dion's "Because You Loved Me," Dude, "Don't Turn Around" by Ace of Base. Dude, I love Ace of Base. Yes, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. Dude, she wrote that. That's a great she song. Wrote that. And can you believe this segue? She wrote this next song too. Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? Oh, I love this song. Dude, this this playlist is so deliciously pillow. <laughs> There's a lot of variety on it. We went from R&B to country. Oh, dude, crossover right here. Like, holy Huge shit. Huge crossover. Leanne Rhymes. Ooh, I always thought she was really pretty. See the album art? Ooh, yeah. Oh, I should not move my phone. We learned that last week. We did. Stay still. It reminds me of the movie Twister. Is it on that? I don't think so. I actually, I don't think it's on there. That'd For some be, reason, that makes awesome. me think of that movie. That's a nice high note. Oh yeah. Uh, Leanne Rice was 15 at this time. Yeah. She, I think she was 13 when she recorded her breakout hit Blue. Oh really? Yep. Man. I actually know the producer. That, or I guess the engineer that engineered that uh, that record. He told us that Leanne was in a studio in Tyler, Texas. He was working on the session, and her voice was so powerful that that she kept blowing out these microphones and peeking oh, man. them. So they got this old like Japanese cheap microphone that they had laying around, and they thought, you know what? This thing's kind of a piece of shit, but I bet it can handle her vocals. And she recorded Blue, a major hit, uh, on a really cheap microphone because it was the only thing in a very professional studio that would handle her voice. I don't know any stories about this song, though. No, that's, no, that's fine. That's awesome. 
Dude, this was a huge hit. Oh, like yeah. Like you said, huge crossover. We're listening to the adult top 40 right now, but this set a record for spending 69 weeks on the Hot 100. Even though it actually never went to number one, it was uh, held off with number one by Elton John's 97 version of Candle in the Wind. Oh, which was like the biggest selling single of all time, right? Yeah. But it also set the record for the most time in the Billboard Hot 100 Top 5. 25 weeks there. It held that record for 19 years until uh, Chainsmokers broke it in 2017. Huh. Closer. The Chainsmokers. The single is three times platinum. It would later be on her second album, which was called uh, You Light Up My Life and went four times platinum. Yeah, it was the highest selling country single of all time until Taylor Swift came along with Love Story, which went eight times platinum. Yeah, Taylor. Hey, Taylor. No one gives a shit about your life, you stupid blonde bitch. Keep your mouth shut and go back to Nashville. (laughs) Dumbass. I hope she listens to this. Oh, God. She's so dramatic. I don't even know her, and she's a dumb bitch whore. Oh, that's, that's kind of feisty. I know it is. Working it's too much. Double makes you feisty, mate. It was it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible of me to say, but she really is an idiot. That I don't was, even, I don't have to know her. I don't care. That was Leanne Rhymes. Thank you, Thirty six. Thank you so much. How do I live? Now we've got live. We play a lot of live. We did. Yeah, live had a lot of hits. This is turn my head. From secret samadhis. I'm not comfortable with my pronunciation of that word. <laughs> this was their third album, two time platinum. Number 35. I've heard a lot of uh, live songs on these charts. Surprisingly for me, I. I I, th- I think that I would recognize a live song And, and every other one we've played I, I have not recognized I don't know this song I've never heard this Yeah, there's I don't know, not a lot to say about it It's kind of slower than you It's picking up a little bit Oh I, I recognize this a little bit Ringing any bells for you? Really? No, I, I I don't remember this. Oh, we got some strings. Do you like it? I really don't. Actually, I, I'm I'm a little. What's this like? I mean, nah. Nah. Okay, live. Thank you. Nah, not live. We played you at least yeah, five times. Yeah, you know, live. You've this, had your so, fun. Yeah. Get the hell we're off gonna, the stage. We gave you almost two minutes, but we're gonna cut you off there. That was number thirty-five. Here comes number thirty-four. Oh, oh, oh sorry. That's still live. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a button. I used to think oh yeah. I could 
Speaking of Space Jam. And life was nothing but an awful song. But now I know the meaning of true love. Totally love it. I'm leaning on the air. This was definitely one of my favorite songs at the time. If I can see it, then I can do it. If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I believe I can fly. It, it's, you know, I believe I can touch the sky. It, it's just, I think people need to hear this. You, you all need to hear this Swim shit sometimes. And understand what you're capable of. I see me running through that open door. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. R. Kelly, this was his masterpiece before coming out of the closet. As a are you oh no no they of not, 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 not gayness, but the terribleness, right? <laughs> terribleness. Just kidding, folks. Just kidding. No, the no, uh, no. He's pretty terrible. I mean, oh, oh, because he peed on on that on that woman. Well, like underage. Oh, she was underage. Person. Yeah, I mean, he's. I, I think that's pretty knowledge, right? Uh, yeah, allegedly he did do that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some things. Yeah, but no, that's not a good thing. Yeah, no, not a good thing at all. Um, yeah, this, like I said, this was one of my favorite songs at the time. And uh, I was wondering if you feel like it holds up, but it seems like you do. I think so. Yeah. It might be a little dated, maybe, but people love it, though. It might be a little, I don't want to say too slow, but maybe too long, because it's like, it's like a five-minute song. Which is kind of long for a pop. That's very long. It's very long. It's too long. It's too long. So this was on the 96 soundtrack again, Space Jam. Awesome movie. Also later appeared on his November 98 album, R, his third album, Eight Time Platinum. Did you have the Space Jam soundtrack? I did. Oh yeah, I, I think everybody did. Yeah, and there there wasn't anyone who didn't have that. My my older brother Matt had it. I'm I'm gonna mention Matt a lot on this. Uh, maybe not tonight, but definitely in the. Uh, I meant to call your brother. I meant to call him this week. I never had time to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. What did he? Oh yeah, he asked me for your number. Yeah, yeah. He he called me. Um, he actually called me when I was driving Lyft, so I couldn't answer. Yeah, he uh, he started listening to the podcast. I, I think he wants to talk to you about it. Awesome, uh, Matt. Uh, I will call you back. I'm I'm so sorry I haven't. I'm I'm really looking forward to it too. That was number thirty four. Spent twenty six weeks on this chart. Peaked at number twenty one. Yeah, there's some things on that soundtrack I really liked, like uh, the seal cover of uh, oh, yeah. Steve Miller's mm-hmm. "Fly Like an Eagle." Really good cover. Uh, oh, and the Bugs Bunny rap song, um, Buggin'. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always liked that. Oh, man. 
Dude, uh, that was like the first time I ever knew that um, like the right and left earphones played different things because there's this like sound effect of the Roadrunner and you yeah. heard it in one ear and then the other when you listen on headphones. Oh, I thought wow. that was so cool. That is neat. Yes. Uh, this song, production trick. number 33, has been mentioned already tonight. Oh. Oh, Spice dude, Girls. I love, yes. To become one. Oh, man. So my younger sister, Courtney, had this album on cassette. And this is my favorite song on this on this record, cassette. Yeah. And uh, I must admit, I, air quotes, borrowed this tape from her. And played it on my uh, my talk boy in my room alone in the dark. <laughs> oh, talk boy! Thanks, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Oh man, here we go! Bam! This is about safe sex, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Be safe. And be careful. But be fruitful, too. <laughs> that will happen if you are not safe. <laughs> 15 weeks on this chart. Peaked at number 27. Uh, Spice is the best-selling album by a female group in history. Thank you, Spice Girls. million I, copies sold worldwide. I have never... That could not make me any happier to hear that. Wonderful job, girls. Brilliant and record. 85 million albums in total make them the best-selling female group of all time. Yes. I'm very happy to hear that. Fucking love it. Spice Girls. To become one at number 33. Let's hear that chorus again. Bring that shit up right now. Mike just set his spirit free. <laughs> and now he is uh, air guitaring this flamenco solo. Yeah. Great solo. Great, Great stuff, solo. man. Yeah. Dude, when we started this podcast, I didn't think we'd be rocking out to Spice dude, Girls like this. Oh, man, dude, because they're <laughs> awesome. Because they are. You know, oh, so great. Ah, man. At the 32, 90s. we have Fiona Apple with Criminal. Holy shit. Yes. Oh, great. Third single from her three-time platinum album title. When the pawn hits the... What's it called? I do not know. Oh, okay. I don't either. <laughs> I love Fiona Apple. I really like this song, and I I don't think I've heard it since the 90s, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Shit is awesome. Don't 
Didn't she go on a rant, a crazy rant when she won about how the world is bullshit? I don't know. I'd like I to think, see that. Yeah, I think she did. Uh, but that's okay. She's she totally better awesome. Oh, she's great. It had another nominee, too. Nominated for Best Rock Song. Really? Wow. 26 weeks on this chart, keeping at number 17. Fiona, if you're out there, keep it up. Here we go again. Keep it up. It's a great chorus, man. It's really good. This is a great chorus. Right in the ass. It's a great chorus. So, uh, do you know what she's feeling like a criminal for doing? Um, I believe breaking the heart of a, of a man. Yes, using her sexuality to get what she wanted and other people's feelings. Fiona, you're loud, but I don't agree. Dude, uh, have you ever heard her cover of Across the Universe? No. It's really good. It's on the movie uh, Pleasantville. Oh, that's a, I, I love that movie. All right, here comes one that I, I don't think I liked when I listened to this earlier. Sneaker Dude, pimps. I, no, no. I love this song. Do you? I fucking love this. Yes. Trip hop. This is some trip hop right here. Oh, this yes. This song I is called song. Six Underground. Off of the album this is so Becoming X. I just, I just want to dive into blankets. Number 31. Thirty-one. Oh yeah, no, I don't like this. Dude, you don't like this? This is great. I love it. This is when Amanda walks into the party and the yeah, movie can't hardly gonna, wait. I was gonna mention that. And you know what her quote was? I'd rather see the world from a different view. Yes, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. Jennifer, if you're listening, please, Jennifer. Dude, how many please. times did we watch that movie together? Dude, I don't know. I love Can't Hardly Wait. With Philip. <laughs> Philip. Yeah, dude, we we loved like the offhand, off-camera lines in that movie. Like, I'm the king of beer. <laughs> I'm the king of beer. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Doesn't like. I, I, I doesn't like somebody this. yell, gay? Actually, they don't yell gay. They, they they yell a word that we're not allowed to say. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's right, the word right. fag. Yeah. They call Mike Dexter a fag. Back when fag I guess was something you could do funny. That in, uh, and it still is funny, you fags. 
No, no, you can still do that today. All the fags need to shut the fuck up. Oh, I, I mean, you can't just use that word, though. I can use it however I'd like. Again, I'll say we don't always share the same. Folks, I don't mean to offend <laughs> you if you're offended by that. I really don't give a shit. No, we don't mean to offend. We're just here to make you laugh. We don't mean to offend. No, everybody is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Put a smile on But if face. you annoy me, you're a faggot. Sneaker Pimps. I love it. Six Underground, they're a British band. This was a bigger hit in the UK, which is Wednesday Hail. Thank you, Sneaker Pimps. I like that. I like that. Number 31. Oh, we've got a a big bubblegum artist at number 30. This is Hanson with Where's the Love. Oh. Second single from the four-time platinum album, Middle of Nowhere. These guys were youngins too, ages 11 to 16 when this album came out. Maybe it's not fair to call them bubblegum pop, I don't know. I mean, they play instruments. They do. Write songs. I actually like this song. I didn't really know this one. We'll be playing another one, and I definitely knew that one. I like those back and vocals. How does it sound to you in 2018, Mike? I, I, you know, I've, I always liked this song. You see that back? That was great. Those backing harmonies right there. That was awesome. Yeah, I like it. Did you know any girls that wanted to marry Taylor Hanson? Have you seen one of them? <laughs> All of them. It was frustrating. Well, my my first girlfriend was a huge Hanson fan, even years after this. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. She she had it bad for Taylor. I think eventually she got to meet them for her job. Really? Yeah, she was in some kind of PR thing and they came to some event and she got to introduce them and stuff. She was like their handler. Huh. That was Hanson at number 30 with Where's the Love? Or is it Hanson? Where? Thank you, Hanson. Tell me if you find it. Yeah, I, 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 I like it. What a what a very enjoyable chart today. Next we have the uh, so-called queen of Christian pop, Amy Grant. What? This song is called Takes a Little Time. From the gold album, Behind the Eyes. Mm-hmm. 
got some harmonic in there. It takes a little time sometimes to get your feet back on the ground. It takes a little time sometimes to get the Titanic turned back around. It takes a little time sometimes. You remember her song, Baby, Baby? Um, maybe. I don't know. Earlier, way earlier in the nineties. Like, I don't recognize this. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, I don't recognize this at all. Well, you should. She sold 30 million albums. Wow, really? Including the first Christian album ever to go platinum. Really? Well, you know, actually this doesn't sound nearly as terrible as most Christian music I've heard. Most Christian music is toilet shit bowl terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's it's awful. And the people that like it are just brain-dead zombie fucks. Oh, well, that's... No, no, because it's terrible music, and they deserve to have their head in my piss crust. <laughs> piss crust is becoming a uh, 1991. Yeah. That's what it is. This, this, I don't. I'm not annoyed by this. This is not bad. I'm, you know. Yeah, not a lot of uh, Christian artists have had the crossover mainstream success. No, no. Well, right because now. most of them are shit. So, you know, and they don't deserve to be crossovers they can sit in the ass juice toilet (laughs) oh hey remember last week we played a guy named duncan chic duncan chic yeah love it this song is from the same album it's called she runs away his self-titled debut this was the second single Oh, by the way, Amy Grant was 26 weeks on the chart, peaking at 15. Wow. This was number 28. Spent 11 weeks on this chart, peaked at number 24. Are you into it? I don't hate it. I, I kind of like it. I want to keep making fun of Christian music, though. Okay. Chris, what do you got? Chris Tomlin, fuck you. David Crowder, you're an ugly asshole. I don't know either of those names. Ah, they're bullshit. They don't matter. My favorite uh, Christian artist is called Chasing Canaan. <laughs> That's funny. Darkness comes and the darkness goes. She says, I hear the guitar player quit in the middle of a benefit for the country of Haiti. Oh, what an a-hole. What a piece of shit. Have you ever been to Haiti? <laughs> yes, it's a terrible country. Oh, I recognize this. Now that I hear this right here, I've heard this before, but... When I listened to this earlier, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I 
don't know when I last heard this. Do you recognize that? I don't. I like it, though. I wonder when I heard that. <laughs> Probably in 97. Yeah. Duncan Sheik, she runs away. Duncan, not, uh, man, who, who doesn't love Duncan? Not as Come good on. as Barely Breathing, but, you know. Not as good as Barely Not bad. Yeah, no, no. Barely Breathing is yeah, that, fucking Yeah, when genius. it finally gets to that that chorus, that, yeah, that sounded a lot better. All right. That was 28, 11 weeks. Peaked at number 24 on this chart. Now we have, have you ever heard of uh, Abra Moore? No. This song is called Four Leaf Clover. From her second album, Strangest Places. Got a Nami. It's a. Oh, it's a Nami? Got a Nami? Nami for best female rock rock, rock vocal performance. It's a little bit. I, I, I think I recognize it. I think. It's 27. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, I like it. Oh, I like that backing shit. Dude, this is catchy. I like, yeah, dude, this is great. Dude, I love this charge. Shit. Gotta say, I didn't know if you'd like how uh, poppy it was, but I'm digging it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm happy. I love the production on this song. Makes me want to check out Abramore. Okay, this is this is really making me want to like put up a uh, put up a Spotify slash Apple Music playlist of forgotten '90s hits. This will definitely be on there. Yeah, this is great. I like it. I have to put that together and tweet it out. So follow us. Tweet it out. 1990 what? 199 WHHE. Man, this is this is great production. Yeah, I agree. Dude, she deserves that Nami. Abramore, Four give Leaf the, Clover. Give her the Nami. Oh, she got the Nami. The Nami. Okay. Now, this is the first time I've been able to say that this was my favorite song at this time. What well, it is. All nice and decent, slip with the crew. This is Mr. Cat and I loved this song. And it was all over the radio. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like it, but, but I don't hate it. Oh, I still like it. It's charming. <laughs> it's charming. Probably a lot of it is the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Sugar Ray was featured in a band called, I believe, Father's Day, which featured uh, Billy Crystal and I think Robin Williams. Oh, a movie. A movie. Yeah. And it was um, a movie about this kid who was like two. There were two dads, and nobody knew who biologically was uh, kind of like Mama Mia. Yeah, no one knew who the biological <laughs> father was, and but the son had a would like follow the band Sugar Ray on tour, and they oh, were really? like totally in the movie. Yeah, weird. Like Mark McGrath had lines and everything. <laughs> there was a really funny scene where Billy Crystal and I think it was Robin Williams they they walk around a rock a Sugar Ray concert headbutting everybody, and at first <laughs> Billy Crystal doesn't do it right and he knocks himself out almost. And then Robin shows them that you have to do it on the that point in your head. That's where you have to hit them so it hurts the person, but it doesn't do anything to you. So then they just walk around continuously headbutting people that are in the audience listening to Sugar Ray. And I think Martin McGrath like points them out. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I've only seen it once. That is weird. Well, yes. 13, 14-year-old me loved this song. This was from the double platinum album, Floored. This was Sugar Ray's first hit. Holding the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart for four consecutive weeks. Eight weeks at number one on the Hot Modern Rock tracks. 36 weeks on this chart, peaked at number two. So California. They were uh, kind of prematurely and unfairly called a one-hit wonder when this song was huge. And critics had no problem saying that. Uh, but it wasn't true. Uh, no, no, they've had like several yeah. big hits. You know, Sugar Ray kind of had a good sense of humor about it, took it in stride, and called their next album 1459, kind of acknowledging that their 15 minutes of fame was just about over. Dude, uh, yeah, that 1459 was the, the first album I ever bought. Yeah. Actually, the first CD album I ever bought. I, I love this song so much that I, I bought it right when it came out. And that the first single on that, uh, Every Morning, was a huge hit. Huge hit. I remember the song Speed Home California on Florida. It was totally punk rock. Oh, yeah? I don't know any other songs from Florida. I'll have to check out. Sugar Ray dude. I feel like there's a band that's going to be on this list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I feel, I'm not going to mention the band, but I have a feeling that because I just heard Sugar Ray, there's another S band. We'll see. There's a, We're going down to 21 tonight, but nice. uh, our next episode will be from 20 to 1. Exciting. I'm already looking forward to it. Yes, dude. Um, I liked sugar ray a lot at that time so uh yeah that was 26 next we have an australian pop duo called savage garden savage garden this is called to the moon and back at number 25 
I actually really like Savage Garden. Oh, yeah? And I wish this was uh, Cherry Cola. Oh, there's a there's another... Chicka Cherry Cola. Not Dude. tonight, but there's another Savage Garden song on this chart. At oh, least one. and there's another one that, that I also like. The seven-time platinum self-titled debut album went 12 times platinum in Australia. This song won the Aria Music Award for Song of the Year, which is basically an Australian Grammy. She's time up the reasons to justify all the hurt inside. Guess she knows from the smiles and the look in their eyes. Everyone's got a theory about the bitter one. They're saying, Mama never loved her much. And that's why she shies away from human affection But somewhere in a private place She packs back from outer space And now she's waiting for the right kind of pilot to come and she I actually don't recognize this Oh really? Yeah I definitely recognize this I don't know the words or friends were big Savage Garden they were never really my thing twenty six weeks on this chart number seventeen that was Savage Garden with To the Moon and Back alright this next one yeah, I didn't mind that. You're gonna you're gonna know this. You're all gonna know this. You might not all like it, but you'll know it. No, everybody loves it. <laughs> did, <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was very good timing. Now um when this song came out, it was my favorite song of all time. Really? Yeah. No, I totally loved this song. Oh my song gosh, that that really I used to surprises listen to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a total. Uh, I was totally into this. Did you have the album? No, I didn't. I don't even think I had a tape player. Did your dad get it with his Columbia Record Club? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought that adults just received like. Eight CDs in the mail like, every month, like everybody. Like yeah, everybody. I, I just parents. thought, like, oh, I, w- I can't wait till I get older so I can get my eight free CDs in the month, er, <laughs> in the mail every month. Yeah, dude, he had that, and that's, that's shit, great. That was awesome. He would just go through catalogs and circle shit that he wanted. This song was incredibly successful for a debut single. Reached yeah, number one in twenty-seven countries. And then Oombop, it was gone. Yeah, no, it, was, it came and went. 26 weeks, peaked at number five on this chart. But huge crossover hit. Yeah. 
man. I don't really enjoy it as much as I did. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just, I'm literally just sitting here staring into space thinking about hearing this song and, and getting so excited when I was much younger. And now I'm just really embarrassed by my past. I'm, I'm surprised because I've always known you to be a rather discerning musical taste. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit when it comes to <laughs> musical opinion. When when this song came out, I was definitely above it. Like you were I, above this. I mean, I felt that way. I I you know I I probably just you know didn't want to be associated with all the the little girls around me that loved Hanson so much. I think I think like Hanson came to the Irving Mall or something. They did, yeah. yeah. And I you know my my sisters were excited about it and stuff. And, you know I didn't want to be part of that scene. You know I want. I mean, I, I wasn't into, like, good music yet. I mean, I just talked about how Fly was my favorite song at the time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, I thought I was too good for this, so I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that it was your favorite at the time. You know, this is the worst part of the song right here. Right there. That <laughs> I love when you can just pick out the worst part of a song. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Stupid shit. <laughs> oh man. Come on, Hanson. Hanson with Mbop, twenty-four. You know what? They huge hit. They, they were being themselves, and I think that's just fine. All right. Here's another thing that I was too good for. I'm sure I'll love it. Backstreet Boys. Oh. Quit playing games with my heart. I actually like this song. This is from the 14-time Platinum self-titled album. Mm. There's a lot of debate, but it. I think the. Yeah. I think that um. The sales and the numbers speak that Backstreet Boys are far more successful than NSYNC. Oh my goodness, my wife is a. I, I think now the term, the slang, is a NSYNC stan. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that word. Have you heard this term, no. stan? No. Uh, it's all over Twitter. Um, it's, it basically means fan, so I don't know why people are saying stan instead of fan. Yeah, my wife was a, you know, big NSYNC girl. At she used to watch TRL, you know, hoping that NSYNC would come in number one above Backstreet Boys or whoever else. But they would often alternate weeks. TRL would uh, have NSYNC number one one week and Backstreet the next. It would literally, we were looking at the chart and it would just flip flop. Totally, no, they they dominated everything at the time, and no, and they were so big that people thought it was just going to last forever. Yeah. I mean, they, they just thought, like, no, this is it. Yeah. TRL started in 98, and little, little, literally the only two artists that had number one hits on TRL that year were NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I know too much about this. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think I prefer Backstreet Boys, if I, had to, if I had to choose. Oh, we should get Natalie on here and have you guys fight it out. I'd be, I'd be very interested to hear what she had to say about it. I don't know. It, I feel like this 
ushered in a new era of pop with new boy band battles and synchronized dancing five guys on a stage <laughs> totally yeah so um this was actually released earlier internationally than it was in the US really yeah it was uh out in Europe in Kind of is up for debate online, 95 or 96, um, but not released until August 97 in the U.S. Hmm. This was a hit on no less than six United States Billboard charts. Peaked at number 18 on this chart, 26 weeks. Backstreet Boys, quit playing games with my heart. We played lot of that song (laughs) (laughs) i like it thanks boys all right mike do you know the indigo girls uh yeah they've got two songs i like a lot least complicated and closer to fine this is called shame on you Sometimes you had a beautiful job we done. I said, let's put our subtunes in the long and do a little all day. Go down to the riverside, take off our shoes and wash these sins away. The river said, La la la, said, Shame on you. Am I right in thinking you know who Steve Earl is? La, la, la. Yeah. I do. He does uh, backing vocals and harmonica in this song. Pretty sure I only know his name because From their sixth album, Shaming of the Sun. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just kind of waiting to enjoy it. I kind of like it. Don't look like you're into it. But, you know, making some faces over there. Upbeat, good tempo. Come on, I don't know. Really get into it. No, dude, just, just like <laughs> it. Just, just like <laughs> it. Oh man, no way. All right, then. Well, uh, what do you know about the Indigo Girls? I, I, I don't know. I thought I did. I don't. I don't know anything. Well, they're uh, pretty active politically and. Uh, they're involved in LGBT rights, and Amy and Emily from the band are both uh, lesbians and regarded as LGBT rights icons. Well, that's 
That's very nice. That's one thing I've, I've always known about them is that they're, you know. You know what? I, I hope that they're living a wonderful life because they certainly deserve it. LGBT, everybody's, everybody's cool. Everybody's fine. And, you know, it really bothers me that that people get upset, you know. And I understand that people feel victimized. And I, and I wish, I know I used the word fag earlier. And um, it would upset me if people were offended by that because I, I certainly don't want them to. But, um, no, you know, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't really like to see everybody so upset. Um it makes me sad. So, you know what? Maybe I won't use the word fag anymore. Oh, but at the same right? time... We, we're making progress here tonight. But at the same time... No, <laughs> I don't know. You Because know, maybe I shouldn't feel so proud that I should protect something as meaningless as a dumb word. Yeah. If it really makes other people live a better life and, and me just not say that word. Maybe, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it is worth it. Maybe it is. I mean... You know, it doesn't matter what I feel, but if I can help someone feel better. I mean, it's not like it's a word you use every day. Anyway, I don't use right? it. I very rarely use it. Yeah. I never even did in the first place. <laughs> so, you know. Well, we're to the point in the show where we have one song left. Really? Already? Yeah. We're at wow. number 21. We're going to cut it off here and play 20 tonight and 20 next time. This, This is a song I'm pretty sure you'll know. Love it. They were in the movie Clueless, featuring Alicia Silverstone. This is their platinum fifth album. Let's face it, we've got the mighty, mighty boss tones with the impression that I get. Love this song. There's a lesson here, folks. Listen up. Scream, turning it up. My brother Andrew loves this song and loves the scream especially. That guy is awesome, the lead singer. My best friend at the time, Jeremy, introduced me to this and to ska as you know a genre. He told me ska was guys in suits jumping around and playing electric guitars and trombones in the same band. (laughs) Perfect description. Dude, I like Ska. I still like it. I like this song. Yeah, I love this song, actually. I had this album. Pretty sure I sold it in a garage sale, though. I'm not a coward, I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. Look at the tested and think there before the grace go on. Might be a coward, I'm afraid of what I might find out. Yes. The upstrokes on those chords. 
Number 21, 26 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 17. The mighty, mighty boss tones. Hailing from Boston, Massachusetts. Really? From Boston? Yes, sir. This I always thought there. these guys looked like a bunch of 40-year-olds, but yeah. shit, they, they rocked. Did you see the music video for this? I think so. It was really, like, cheaply produced. <laughs> That's great. Save your money, guys. Uh, we played almost that whole song. It's ending now. That was great. The sounds of 1997. What Just the first half of this chart. Oh, Can man. you believe that the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and Leanne Rhymes were on the same chart? Dude, that <laughs> is what I love about this. That's what I love. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's so great. Man, you know what? You know what's making me mad? Just I'm just furious. Ed Sheeran. Oh, who's oh man, this? he Ed Sheeran. Oh, he's just some redheaded little bitch who just sings some songs. And this is somebody you know personally? Or? No, no, I don't know him. Per- I I don't know him at all. I have no right to judge him. But fuck that guy. <laughs> well said. No, I I know who Ed Sheeran is. Yeah, I ju- well, I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's like I can't be happy about what we just did and all the great songs we listened to. I, I can't because of the I state of modern radio. Yeah, I can't just be happy about it and live the and and, and go about my night mm-hmm. happy. What I have to do is uh, have this mental dichotomy and think about someone as shitty and wasteful as Ed Sheeran to balance out the love and uh-huh. bring in a little bit of hate. So yeah, yeah I'm not gonna say a word about Don Henley. Uh, you, but you Ed should. Sheeran, Don Henley. Yeah, I've got a. We've got a fan who loves it when you talk about Don Henley and, Gr- and Glenn Frey. So um, Glenn Frey. Yeah. Glenn Have you Fry changed Fry. how you feel about the two gentlemen? No. no. Fuck no. They're they're great musicianship and artistry and yeah, they're great. I mean, the they're, legacy. They. Well, right, did you see the news this week that um, Michael Jackson's Thriller is no longer the best selling album I, of all time in the United States? It has been supplanted. That. By the Eagles' greatest hits, I saw that. Um, it doesn't make me angry because I think that there are a lot of great songs written by the Eagles. But Don mm-hmm. Henley, as a person, even though another guy mm-hmm. I have no right to judge, but fuck that guy, <laughs> uh, Don Henley. I've just heard stories um, about like people that paint his house, and then he comes out look like an old stupid fuck, and he, and he complains about it. He goes to Dickies and. Someone like oh. says hi to him, and he for some reason gets mad. No, he's just a little bitch. And and if he were here, I'd kick him so far up his fucking ass, I'd floss his intestines with my goddamn leg. <laughs> well, Don Henley, give us a listen, and uh, you know, go ahead, Don, Don Henley. Leave us an iTunes review. Yeah, Don, rate us five stars and uh, <laughs> do it, you little bitch. I'll come right over your Tell house us and what piss you think in of your our ear. Show. You're going to be listening to my golden shit throughout your ear. Oh, my God, what's that? That's what you're going to say, you stupid bitch. Well. His his curly hair mm. from the 1970s, he looked like an idiot. Don, oh, he yeah, looked he like had an that, idiot. Yeah, he had that white boy fro. That's right. Well, this is he's your, got a sour uh, attitude your Don Henley podcast <laughs> signing off for 19, or well, the first half of 1997's Top 40. Adult First top half 40 of 1997. This has been a wonderful wonderful list. I've really enjoyed this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh I want to leave you with something meaningful. Uh we thank you very much. 
for the listens. We hope you're enjoying this. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you weren't offended by anything that I've said. Um, I will say whatever I want to, though. That's, uh, that's I mean, why the hell would I not? Um, yeah. What was it? Candy Rock? Rock Candy. Rock Candy. The Rock Candy Podcast. I'm sorry, ladies. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Candy Rock. Rock Candy. Everybody, go check them out. Uh, Rock I, Candy. I listened to their their heart episode and yeah. I, I love the band heart yeah yeah um, Heart's great they were the first rock and roll hall of famers i ever got to see live and uh yeah they're um you, you should listen to that episode you'll get really mad at um ann wilson's husband um oh, no. i didn't know the full i knew heart wasn't touring together anymore mm-hmm. and um it, it's kind of ann's fault and her husband but uh yeah listen to it and uh, get oh. the scoop on that and I will. Yeah, screw that guy because, um, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll see when you listen to the episode. But Awesome. I will. Yeah, check, check them out. They've, they've got an awesome 90s episode, too. They did uh, the first Now That's What I Call Music Oh, yeah, I album. remember that. Yes, they yeah. did that. Yeah, they, they, Ladies, they go good through job. that track by track, and oh, it's awesome. no way. Yeah. I'll, good I'll choice, ladies. For that. Good it's, choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Mike, it's been fun to sit here, drink seltzer water, and talk seltzer about the water. 1997 chart with you we are brought to you ladies and gentlemen by kroger brand seltzer water adam prefers the unflavored unflavored just give it to me straight i like the dr k it's got no sugar it's got no calories really it's just black cherry i love it it is my favorite go ahead and open up a can and sit down and listen to this podcast ladies and gentlemen i bid you